Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What's up, girl dads? Hope everything's going well. I hope you can hear me okay. This It's kind of weird today. Kind of got a double filter here. I ended up with the, the Rona, and my podcasting station is like inside my wife's workstation, so it's kind of like this shared L desk. Like she uses it in the morning, and then I use it in the, uh, in the evenings. And uh, so I'm kind of like sitting in her chair and and in her station as well as mine so i uh i have to wear my mask so to make sure that i don't you know contaminate everything and get anybody else sick it's you know still super contagious regardless so um if i can keep someone else from being sick that's kind of kind of a big deal in my house because man as soon as somebody gets something everybody gets it right like the biggest thing is really on the kids right because i i worked with a guy who rightly called them little petri dishes because the, everything just clings to them and then grows like crazy so if they get it they'll recycle it through to everybody else so we do our own selves a favor by uh trying to keep them from being sick because then they'll turn around and sneeze in our face or on our food because that's something that they do normally i don't know why but they do so if the sound is a little off today, I apologize. That's the reason why I'm just trying to uh, do my due diligence to keep keep the fam from from getting sick. And that's just part of uh, being a dad. You know, you gotta do these things for the other people, help the family do better. So I I did do the the quarantine thing. Um, kind of chose to self quarantine, you know, because it was. I was really sick so like when it hit me it hit me good and like my whole body was aching and I was like I just know that I'm real sick so I figured I shouldn't be you know coughing and sneezing and stuff all over everybody so I locked myself away for a few days and so the first day was real bad and I was real sick so time went by real quick I was asleep in and out whatnot and then the second day uh, wasn't so bad, you know, like I, I was starting to feel better. I was on some antiviral med and I'm doing better, still sleep, still taking a big nap in the middle of the day, sleeping in real late, like doing the like upswing part of getting healthy, like feeling good, but still sleeping a lot. So like it wasn't that bad being stuck away. And then the third day, third day was I was feeling real good, um, probably like 80%. And, but I'm still very positive. Like I'm still very sick. Like I, I can still feel it, but like I, my energy's up, my mind is clear, my body doesn't ache. So like I'm reading books now and I'm, you know, reflecting and doing all this stuff and it was really good. And in that time of reflection, like I learned a lot. It was surprising that like if you can peel yourself away from the hectic life and the hectic world and the demands and the chaotic energy and just focus a little bit. The things that you can kind of find out are incredible. Like I, I, 
the self-discovery that I did was amazing. And I, I don't think I could have done it. I know I couldn't have done it if I wasn't like forced to separate. So, you know, like I, the life of a monk is not for me because by day four, like I was scratching at the walls, man. Like I wanted out. My body was starting to like ache from like bed sore kind of ache. I needed out. I needed to go do something like I, so the life of a monk is not for me, but the deep inner reflection that comes from that kind of separation uh, makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense because I would not have been able to get uh, that level of clarity without that, you know, level of separation. One of the things that, that stuck out to me too during this is that I was sitting there listening to my girls just fight all day. I mean, they're in that stage to where like my oldest one is just kind of kind of pokes at the youngest and the youngest is just demanding equality and so every time she sees her she looks at her she's just fighting fighting for her position and her place next to her big sister <clears throat> and so it is just a constant drama of fighting and i sat there and normal like i could feel it like i could feel the memory of my standard reaction which was to meet their energy with my own energy and like overcome it and bring it back to normal and 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 i i felt that but i didn't have that response when i was up there i, I was listening to them fight and i just kind of smiled and listened and thought you know what these are just kids they're doing what kids do like in the moment it's like why are they always fight why can't they get along why not this why can't this and and it's so hard to to when you're listening to the bickering and the screaming and the little fits and the owls and the moms and the you know all that crap it's hard to just be like you know what these are kids and they're doing what kids do but when you're far separated and, and you can just listen in knowing that there's nothing that you can do, you can listen and be like, you know what? That's not crazy. They're not bad kids. They're not fighting all the time. They're really just being kids the way that kids are. And so I kind of just smiled and enjoyed that revelation that my kids are just kids and that you know, we weren't doing anything wrong and they weren't doing anything wrong. They were just being them and that's good. That's okay. So <clears throat> I, I think that was, that was huge for me. One to remember that like flying off the handle, losing my crap doesn't help them at all. Two, like the fighting and the bickering is normal. They're doing what kids do. My kids are normal. And I don't have to feel bad about that, right? They, they're they doing normal things. And then lastly, one of the things that I kind of committed to was how to, how to work through some of this stuff without using anger or emotion or, or, you know, overwhelming energy to try to, you know, suppress their energy. But kind of get into the root of it and find out what's going on, you know, like, like I said, my youngest is constantly fighting for position. Why is she fighting for position? How do we do that? How do I handle these little fits that she's throwing? 
in a way that doesn't, you know, make her feel worse, but also lets her know that we're not dealing with her crap. Like, we know that you're creating drama for this reason, but you don't have to, right? Like, how do I do that? And so that was one of those things that I kind of committed to and got to listen to. And it's going to be a work in progress forever, uh, in all honesty. But it was nice. And if you can find a way to do that, to achieve that, to get some sort of separation, to reflect on yourself, uh, what you care about, what's important to you, what you want to work on, what you want to develop on, uh, all of these things, like get that reflection for yourself. And then also get that reflection and distance, not reflection, get that distance to be able to reevaluate and reassess your family situation right to look at your kids and be like you know what this isn't bad or you know what or this is way worse than i thought it was like i was in the middle of it and i didn't realize that my kid is like teetering on the edge like she's she needs to be pulled back in um but that distance is necessary to be able to see that it's either not that bad or it's worse than it really than what i what i thought it was so i don't know how to do that uh because again, it took COVID for me to be able to do that. But if you can try to do that, if you can try to achieve that, I highly recommend it because the insights are so important. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.